You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. In this podcast, we share stories and updates from persecuted Christians, analyze current persecution trends, and always bring it back to prayer. We hope that this helps you to feel more connected to your persecuted family. Here's today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast from Open Doors Canada, the show where we help you pray for your persecuted family around the world. This is our last show of 2023. (laughs) Please do stay tuned at the end of the show for a little bit more about what you can expect in 2024 and some updates. But for now, we have a really good episode in store for you all about Christmas. I have a question. Okay. (laughs) What do you want for Christmas? Oh my gosh. Hmm. Uh, One thing I want for Christmas is... A tripod, isn't that such a fantastic answer from somebody that does videos? A good answer for Open Doors Canada. Because I have a camera and I do this thing where whenever I need to take a picture, I just find whatever's in the room and I like stack it so that I can put the camera on it and then take pictures. Which, considering how expensive cameras are, I should not do that. So I want to get a tripod so that my camera doesn't fall over. (laughs) There you go, Nicolette's husband. If you are listening to this, (laughs) she wants a tripod. There you go. Do you, have, do you have anything on the top of your head that you want for Christmas? I don't have a clue <laughs> what I want. Um, uh, I actually, I know my parents listen to this podcast and they've asked what I want for Christmas. I have no idea. Mom and dad, if you're listening, <laughs> no, I, sorry. I, <laughs> I, I'm really not good at thinking <laughs> for myself. When I was a kid, clothes were a boring gift. And, and then now yeah. I'm like, hey, new socks, great. <laughs> Like for a real, sweater. fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I'm not one for Christmas lists uh, for myself, mm-hmm. but this is you know this is the season when people are making their wish lists. Yeah. And, uh, those of you who might be listening with children, with grandchildren, uh, you've maybe received some Christmas uh, some Christmas lists, mm-hmm. wish lists for the season. And Christmas is obviously one of the most greatly anticipated seasons yeah. uh, for Christians around the world. And today what we want to do is to highlight a couple of children specifically around the world that Open Doors partners have been able to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to hear what Christmas means to them, uh, how their faith shines in the Advent season. We're also going to hear how Open Doors partners have been able to work with them. Yeah. So a couple stories of children around the world. Do you want to start us off? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll start with uh, this little girl named Jenny. She's from the Philippines. And she lives in a house that sits on stilts. It's pretty cool. Um, so Jenny, she, uh, she usually helps her mom and her sister at home with chores. Uh, her father is a fisherman, and that's what he uh, works really hard at to provide for their needs. And her mom dedicates herself to nurturing their household. Um, after helping her mom, uh, Jenny goes to school with her older sister. Um, but life just isn't easy for uh, girls in this area of the Philippines, unfortunately. No, no, that's right. Yeah, in Jenny's culture there, the tradition usually overwhelms the pursuit of education. And what that means is a lot of uh, young girls like her have a familiar path ahead of them of being married off at an early age, usually as soon as they hit puberty. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, early marriage like that has long constrained uh, the, the potential of countless young women um, in Jenny's community. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about Jenny's story is she doesn't let that stop her from dreaming about more than that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Jenny is a participant in 
an Open Doors literacy class that aims to open up opportunities for girls like her. She's in the fourth grade currently, and she has uh, this really bright passion for learning. Uh, with the literacy program, Jenny is not only equipped with the tools that she needs to excel academically, um, but it's, it's caused her to just dream really big, and it's, it's so exciting to hear. Uh, this is a quote from her. She says, through the literacy program, I have developed strong reading and writing skills, enabling me to thrive in my studies. Her favorite subject is math, and she actually wants to be a teacher when she grows up. I love that. Yeah, it's just... I like awesome. that she wants to be a teacher despite not usually having that opportunity ahead of her. That's what I mean about dreaming big. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's awesome that she has this uh, access to education, and then she loves mm -hmm. it so much that she wants to help other people in yeah. it as well. Um, yeah, so when our partners got to chat with Jenny, um, she told them about how Christmas is such a happy time. Uh, her family and their house church uh, will come together for Christmas, and they uh, they worship together, they sing, they dance, they share a meal. And uh, she also gave Open Doors partners uh, this quote about Christmas that I'd like to read to you. She says, I absolutely love Christmas because it fills me with happiness. We play games, enjoy delicious food, and exchange presents. It is the only time that I receive a gift, which makes it even more special for me. Jesus the Messiah died for our sins. During Christmas, I remember how much he loves me and my family. Hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's just so sweet. Like, she's in grade four, and you can see what a big impact uh, this education program has had on her and on her family, and it's amazing to see, like, how excited she is about Christmas and about her faith. I like that the uh, Christmas is a time when her little house church community can come together. Because, yeah. you know, in, in some parts of the Philippines, uh, Christianity wouldn't be a minority religion. I know in Jenny's case it is. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I, w I wonder what a Christmas celebration is like in a, in a house church on stilts. Yeah. <laughs> that must be quite something. Yeah. Um, so another story that I would like to share is the story of Roshan, and he lives in India. Mm -hmm. um, he lives with his mother and his brother in a village. Uh, a poor village where part of the reason they actually ended up there was because there's other Christians, there's a Christian community, and they were, um, I, I won't go into a whole lot of detail on the background, but him and his his mother and brother were kicked out of place to place because of their faith. Ended up in a, uh, a small poor community, but there is a Christian uh, group there. Mm -hmm. Tighten it, you know, they live in a hut made of bamboo sticks, they don't have a whole lot to live on, and that means Roshan, similar to Jenny, mm -hmm. um, doesn't have a whole lot of opportunity to get ahead mm -hmm. in life. Yeah, so another thing about uh, the village that Roshan lives in is, unfortunately, there's no government-funded school yeah. nearby. So, And then also, uh, Roshan's mother, uh, whose name is Devi, she just doesn't have enough money to send him to a private school. Yeah, and that's the cycle of poverty, right? Is mm -hmm. You don't have enough money for an education, so you don't get an education, so limited opportunities, which lead to lack of money, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so Open Doors was actually able to connect with the family and run what's called a bridge school. Mm -hmm. So I have a long quote from one of our partners explaining what a bridge school is. Uh, quote, The focus is on providing quality education for underprivileged children with the aim of strengthening the foundations laid by the existing educational system. One of the reasons the projects are needed is because children can be discriminated against in school due to their Christian faith. Along with persecution, poverty is another reason. These children are enrolled by their parents who are mostly daily wage laborers and cannot afford the huge sums that private schools charge. The schools provide not only educational support, but also engage children in holistic development through teaching them about hygiene, mental health, and other extracurricular activities. Through these supplementary classes, children are not only benefiting academically, but they learn social skills and physical activities as well. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's just amazing. Like I, I'm sure uh, Rashawn's family like so appreciates that oh, whole yeah. holistic nature of the school, and it's just so awesome what Open Doors Partners are able to help communities with. Um, we we also have a quote here from Rashawn's mother, uh, Devi. She says this. I am incredibly happy because of the bridge school. My children can learn, write, and sing. I cannot afford to send them to regular school, but this school has given my boys a chance to study for free. I'm happy that the bridge school not only focuses on education, but also gives importance to spiritual nourishment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and of course, the best time of the year for Roshan and the other students is Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, another quote, this one from Roshan himself. The best part about going to school is during Christmas when I get to sing and dance and celebrate Jesus' birth with everyone. Again, just like Jenny's community, what a special time for the Christians yeah. to gather together. You know, in his community, it means uh, singing, reading the Christmas story together, cooking food together. It's a wonderful time of community mm -hmm. and joy. Yeah. And, you know, as, as we head into the Advent season, what we want to do is encourage you, uh, our listener, to be in prayer for children like Jenny and Roshan and, and you know, thousands of others. Um, and their families who who have obstacles in front of them, both yeah. for their faith as well as things like poverty, which, you know, they're often intertwined. But we want to pray for the continued empowerment of children like this and that mm -hmm. God would continue to give them strength and courage in their circumstances. Pray that they would continue to dream and continue to hold on to the hope that they have in Jesus that is exemplified uh, in Jesus' birth. So we pray that Christmas can be a time of renewed encouragement and joy for them. Yeah, for sure. Would yeah. you pray for Jenny and Roshan today? Yeah, I'd love to. Join us as we pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, uh, today we're just so encouraged to hear uh, stories from uh, Jenny and from Rashawn um, that they're so young, God, but we can see uh, the joy of Christ and the joy that you bring uh, to them and to the lives of their family. And so, Lord, um, we lift them before you. We think of uh, children that are um, impacted by persecution around the world. Um, and Lord, we ask that you would protect them, that you would guide them, uh, strengthen them in their faith. Um, we also think of their parents and uh, what a challenge it must be to um, to share their faith uh, with their kids when they have to be really careful about how they can do that. And Lord, we just pray that you would give them wisdom um, and guidance in that. And we know that um, we know that you are with them uh, no matter what. And uh, Lord, as Christmas approaches, uh, we know that in some countries um, it can be a really challenging time because um, there's just uh, more people keeping an eye out for Christian activities uh, during uh, times like Christmas or Easter. And so, Lord, we pray uh, for uh, protection for our brothers and sisters around the world. And uh, we pray, Lord, that um, despite how much it costs. Um, we pray that uh, this Christmas season would be such a time of joy and encouragement for our brothers and sisters around the world, for young kids like Jenny and Rashawn, that uh, they would experience the true joy that we get to have um, through Christ and that it would be life-changing for them, that they would look forward to it, that they would continue to pursue you. And uh, Lord, we just, we're so encouraged and we pray that um, that these uh, small house churches and, and uh, churches uh, that must uh, gather under hiding or whatever mm -hmm. the context is, Lord, we know that you are there in the midst of them and we pray uh, just a blessing uh, over them this Christmas season. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So yeah, um, as we said earlier, uh, this was this is the last episode of season four of the World Watch Weekly Podcast. Um, we would ask that you stay tuned because we have some updates for you about season five of the podcast. Uh, season five will start towards uh, the end of January. It will coincide with the release of the 2024 World Watch List. So yes. 
lots of stuff that we're working on and that you can look forward to. So stay tuned for that. Till then, we hope you have a very Merry Christmas, lots of time celebrating with your loved ones. May God bless you this Advent season. Thank you for joining us on the World Watch Weekly Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you know when our next episode is out. You can learn more about what persecuted Christians face and how you can help strengthen them on our social media at Open Doors Canada or at our website, opendoorscanada.org.